So this evening's class is on the, we're taking it from the Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. The verse, the Sanskrit verse on the board is quoted in this book, the Chaitanya Charitamrita, uh, the, uh, telling the pastimes and teachings of Lord Chaitanya by Krishna uh, Kaviraj Goswami. This is a verse about Srimati Radharani because this Thursday uh, is the appearance day of Srimati Radharani, which we'll be observing here uh, Thursday evening. Uh, we'll hear about it. So this is to prepare ourselves for uh, understanding and uh, getting the mercy of uh, Srimati Radharani. So this is a verse from the Chaitanya Charitamrita, the Adi Leela, uh, ch- uh, chapter 4 which is called the confidential reasons for the Lord's appearance, meaning the reasons for Lord Chaitanya's appearance. So in that there's an interesting discourse about Srimati Radharani. We'll see how. So I put this verse up here. It's a Sanskrit verse uh, quoted that said from the Brihat Gautamiya Tantra. Uh, so if you're new here, I'll say each word couple of words you say after me and then I'll do each each part of each line and we'll do that responsibly and then we can take turns uh, I'll chant the viewers verse a few times and we can all take turns uh, chanting this verse so this is Adi Lila Chaitanya Charitamrita Adi Lila chapter 4 this is the text number 83 so say after me Devi, Devi, Krishna Mai, Krishna Mai, Prokta, Prokta, Radhika, Radhika, Paradevata, Radhika, Sarva, Sarva, Lakshmi, Lakshmi, Mai, Mai, Sarva, Sarva, Kantihi, Kantihi, Sammohini, Sammohini, Parara. Devi Krishna Mai Prokta Devi Krishna Mai Prokta Radhika Paradevata Radhika Paradevata Sarva Lakshmi Mai Sarva Sarva Lakshmi Mai Sarva Anti Samohini Para Anti Samohini Para Devi Krishna Mai Prokta Devi Krishna Mai Prokta Radhika Puradevata Radhika Puradevata Sarva Lakshmi Mai Sarva Sarva Lakshmi Mai Sarva Anti Samohini Para Anti Samohini Para Devi Krishna Mai Prokta Devi Krishna Mai Prokta Radhika Puradevata Radhika Puradevata Sarva Lakshmi Mai Sarva Sarva Lakshmi Mai Sarva Kanti Samohini Para Kanti Samohini Para Devi Krishna Mai Prokta Radhika Paradevata Radhika Paradevata Sarva Lakshmi Mai Sarva Sarva Lakshmi Mai 
She possesses all the attractiveness to attract the all-attractive personality of Godhead. She is the primeval internal potency of the Lord. And in the purport, Prabhupada simply mentions this text is from the Brihat Gautamiya Tantra. Namah Om Vishnu Padaya 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 Vishnu
Namaste Sarasatte de de Gauravari Kusharani Yivishe Sharsumi Vati Paschakshade Sitarani Omangyanam Tibradasya Gananjana Shalakaya Chakshuri Militam Jainam Tazmai Sri Gurave Namaha Vanchagalpatrubhyas Chakrapa Sindhu Devacha Patipanam Pavanevyo Vaishnavevyo so having quoted this verse in the Sanskrit verse, uh, Krishna's Kavarajko Swami will now go on to explain it in Bengali and give his own commentary. But I'm going to start back, a little, we'll come back to this again, but I want to go back a few verses first so you can get the context of this. So I'm going to just read uh, just the translations uh, in English or of the Sanskrit or Bengali as the case may be. So you can see the context in which uh, uh, Krishnath's Kaviraj Swami is describing Srimati Radharani, at least some of the context. So I'm going to start back on text 55, then we'll come to this text, and then we'll be able to also understand uh, the commentary uh, uh, on this particular verse. So, uh, text 55 of Adilita, chapter 4, uh, again now he's quoting a Sanskrit verse. The loving affairs of Sri Radha and Krishna are transcendental manifestations of the Lord's internal pleasure-giving potency. And this is called Pladini Shakti. It's ple- uh, potent pleasure of Pleasure potency. This will be explained. Although Radha and Krishna are one in their identity, they separated themselves eternally. Now these two transcendental identities have again united in the form of Sri Krishna Chaitanya. I bow down to him who has manifested himself with the sentiment and complexion of Srimati Radharani, although he is Krishna himself. So this comes up in the context of explaining the appearance of Lord Chaitanya, who is Krishna himself, but coming as his own devotee. And here it's explained why Krishna wants to become his devotee. Uh, And so he takes on the complexion, that is the golden complexion of Radharani, and her feelings. Uh, so that uh, it's explained in here, he wants to, he looks at Radharani and he's amazed by her love, and he thinks that she, her love is amazing, and I, I want to understand it. But I can't understand it from my point of view because I'm the object of her love. I'd like to taste it myself. It looks like she's feeling even more bliss than I am. So how can I miss out on that? And then he also wonders, and what is it about me that inspires such love in her? I'd like to see what I look like from her point of view. So these are his desires, and since nothing is impossible for Krishna, he takes, he comes, uh, uh, as a devotee with the feelings and the complexion of Srimata Radharani. Now that's explained in this book. So therefore it says here, uh, so Radha and Krishna are one 
but to enjoy pastimes. They have separated themselves eternally. But then, as Lord Chaitanya, they reunite. So there's a kind of dynamic uh, in there. So now he continues. Uh, That was a verse quoted from uh, the diary of uh, Swarup Damodar Goswami, a confidential servant of Lord Chaitanya, who took notes and wrote his understanding down and then later was incorporated into this, this book. So then now he continues in, in Bengali, uh, explaining this verse, Radha and Krishna are one and the same, but they have assumed two bodies. Thus they enjoy each other, tasting the mellows of love. Now to enjoy rasa, they have appeared in one body as Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Therefore, I shall first delineate the position of Radha and Krishna. From that description, the glory of Lord Chaitanya will be known. So this is to understand Lord Chaitanya, we also have to understand Radha and Krishna. If you haven't read this book, we have it. You should read it. No, no, no. It's a lot of blank spaces. <laughs> the verses are small. Srimati, uh, so he explains, the Srimati Radhika is the transformation of Krishna's love. She is his internal energy called Ladini. Uh, the, that Ladini it's H-L-A-Hladini. That Hladini energy gives Krishna pleasure and nourishes his devotees. And then he explains, Lord Krishna's body is eternal, that is Sat, full of knowledge, Chit, and full of bliss, Ananda. As everybody knows, Sat Ananda, right? His one spiritual energy manifests in uh, three forms. Pladini uh, is his aspect of bliss, also called Pladini Shakti, his power of pleasure. Uh, Sandini of eternal existence, so that Sat it has a potency called uh, Sandini. These are explained. Uh, and some bit of cognizance, that is to say, knowledge, which is all, which is also accepted as knowledge. And then uh, Krishna's Kaviraj quotes from the Vishnu Purana. Uh, this is a sad, Sanskrit verse I'm reading here, translated: "O Lord, you are the support of everything. The three attributes, Ladini, Sandini, and Samvit." exist in you as one spiritual energy. But the material modes which cause happy which cause happiness, misery, and mixture of the two do not exist in you, for you have no material qualities. So these are Krishna's spiritual energies. Different from what manifests the material world, the other nature. Just like we can study material nature as we see it somewhat. Well, there is another nature, spiritual nature. So, uh, there's a little, that's being described here. 
So he described these three energies, Sandini, Samvit, and Vadini. So, then he uh, says, the essential portion of the Sandini potency is Shuddha Sattva, that is, pure goodness. Lord's Krishna, Krishna's existence rests on it. Krishna's mother, father, abode, house, bedding, seats, and so on are all transformations of Shuddha, Sattva. Uh, now he quotes from Srimad Bhagavatam 4.3.23 The condition of pure goodness, Shuddha Sattva. There's Sattva in the material world, but it's not Shuddha because there's also Rajas and Tamo. But here it's pure because there in the spiritual world there's no coming into being or going out of being. Here things come into being, they last a while and they're created, maintained and destroyed. Yeah. So that's so the condition of pure goodness, Shuddha Sattva, in which the Supreme Personality of Godhead is revealed without any covering. If you want to see Krishna as he is, this Shuddha Sattva is required. This Shuddha Sattva is called Vasudeva. In that pure state, the, the Supreme Godhead who is beyond the material senses and who is known as Vasudeva, with a long A, Vasudeva and Vasudeva, is perceived by my mind. Uh, this is a verse spoken by Lord Shiva, describing his knowledge of the Lord. Next, Samvit. The essence of the Samvit potency is knowledge that the Supreme Personality of Godhead is Lord Krishna. Krishna Bhagavata Jnana. All other kinds of knowledge, such as knowledge of Brahman, are its components. The essence of the Ladini potency, now we're coming to the one <laughs> concerned with today, is love of God. That is to say, Prema. The essence and the essence of love of God is emotion, that is to say, bhava. And the ultimate development of emotion is maha-bhava. Sri Radha Thakurani is the embodiment of maha-bhava. She is the repository of all good qualities and the crest jewel among all the lovely consorts of Lord Krishna. And there's a quotation now from Rupa Goswami's Utvila Nilamani. Uh, the English goes, Of these two gopis, meaning Radharani and Chandravali, Srimati Radharani is superior in all respects. She is the embodiment of Mahabhava. She surpasses all in good qualities. And then he goes on in Bengali, her mind, senses, and body are steeped in love for Krishna. She is Krishna's own energy, and she helps him in his pastimes. And then he quotes a verse from the Brahma Samhita, 
I worship Govinda, the primeval lord who resides in his own realm, Goloka, with Radha, who resembles his own spiritual figure and who embodies the ecstatic potency, Ladini. Their companions are her confidants, who embody extensions of her bodily form and who are imbued and permeated with ever-blissful spiritual rasa. And Krishnadas Goswami goes on, Now please listen to how Lord Krishna's consorts help him taste rasa and how they help him in his pastimes. The beloved consorts of Lord Krishna are of three kinds. The goddesses of fortune, that is Lakshmi, the queens in Dwarka, and the milkmaids of Braj, uh, the uh, gopis uh, of Braj, who are the foremost of all. These consorts all proceed from Radhika. Just as the fountainhead, Lord Krishna, is the cause of all avatars, so Sri Radha is the cause of all these consorts. The goddesses of fortune are partial manifestations of Srimati Radhika, and the queens are reflections of her image. The, goddess, the goddesses of fortune, the Lakshmis, are her plenary portions, and they display the forms of Vaibhava Vilas. The queens are of the nature of her Vaibhava Prakash. I won't take the time to explain all that, but there's a subtle difference. The Vraja Devis, uh, uh, the uh, goddesses in Braj, have diverse bodily features. They are her expansions and are the instruments for expanding rasa. Without many consorts, there is no such exaltation in rasa. Therefore, there are many manifestations of Srimadharani to assist in the Lord's pastimes. Among them are various groups of consorts in Raja who have varieties of sentiments and mellows. They help Krishna taste all the sweetness of the rasa dance and other pastimes. Radha is the one who gives pleasure to Govinda. She is also the enchantress of Govinda. She is the be-all and end-all of Govinda and the crest jewel of all his consorts. Huh? Govinda Anandini Radha, Govinda Mohini, Govinda Sarvasva Sarva Kanti Shiromani. is the verse. And then he quotes the text we have on the board here. The transcendental goddess Srimati Radharani is the direct counterpart of Lord Sri Krishna. She is the central figure for all the goddesses of fortune. She possesses all the attractiveness to attract the all-attractive personality of Godhead. She is the primeval internal potency of the Lord. So now he goes on to explain Devi, because that's the word she described here, Devi. And the word for word Prabhupada calls it, she who shines brightly, is 
the feminine of Deva. Uh, this is the etymological meaning, actually. He says, Devi means resplendent and most beautiful. Or else it means the lovely abode of the worship and love sports of Lord Krishna. Uh, Krishnamai means one who's within and without our Lord Krishna. She sees Lord Krishna wherever she casts her glance. Or Krishnamai means that she is identical with Lord Krishna, for she embodies the mellow, mellows of love. Mellows is the translation here for rasa. The energy of Lord Krishna is identical with him. Uh, Prabhupada explains in his purport, Krishna Mahi has two different imports. First, a person who always thinks of Krishna, both within and without, and who always remembers only Krishna, wherever he goes or whatever he sees is called Krishna Mahi. Also, since Krishna's personality is full of love, his loving potency, Radharani, being none different from him, is called Krishna Mahi. Then he continues, Krishna's Kavaraj continues, her worship, uh, Aradhana, is the word for Sanskrit for worship, Aradhana, her worship consists of fulfilling the desires of Lord Krishna. Therefore, uh, um, the Puranas call her Radhika. Is derived from Radha, is derived from the root word Aradhana which means worship. And then he quotes uh, a verse from the Bhagavatam uh, when uh, Krishna's, the evening of his Rasa Leela, uh, uh, he was with the gopis and he disappeared first from, from their association and they began to search for him in the forest of Vrindavan at night in the moonlight and then they noticed that his footprints, and then there was the footprints of one gopi. And they're talking about this gopi, whoever she is. And they, this is where her name is revealed. Uh, truly, the personality of Godhead had been worshipped by her. Anya Radito Nuna, they say. Therefore, Lord Govinda, being pleased, has brought her to a lonely spot leaving us all behind. So Krishna's Kaviraj continues, Therefore Radha is Parama Devata. That's a word in here. He's explaining. Is Parama Devata, the supreme goddess, the best among all the, the highest of the gopis of Braj and of all the gopis of Braj, the highest is Radharani. Uh, the Supreme Goddess, and she is worshipable for everyone. She is the protectress of all, Sarvapalika, she who gives protection to everyone. And she is the mother uh, of the entire universe. And then he continues, I have already explained the meaning of Sarva Lakshmi. Radha is the original source 
of all the goddesses of fortune. Or Sarva Lakshmi indicates that she fully represents the six opulences of Krishna. Wealth, strength, fame, beauty, knowledge, and renunciation are the six uh, opulences that make him called Bhagavan. As he possesses those six in full. So she represents in fully the six opulence of Krishna. Therefore she is the supreme energy of Krishna. The word Sarvakanti indicates that all her beauty and luster rests in her body. All the Lakshmis derive their beauty from her. Kanti may also mean all the desires of Lord Krishna. All the desires of Lord Krishna rest in Srimati Radharani. Srimati Radhika fulfills all the desires of Lord Krishna. This is the meaning of Sarva Kanti. Lord Krishna enchants the world, but Sri Radha enchants even him. Therefore, she is the supreme goddess of all. Sri Radha is the full power, and Lord Krishna is the possessor of full power. The two are not different as evinced by the revealed scriptures. They are indeed the same, just as musk and its scent are inseparable, or as its fire and its heat are non-different. Thus Radha and Krishna and Lord Krishna are one, yet they have taken two forms to enjoy the mellows of pastimes. And then he comes to uh, Lord Chaitanya to promulgate Prema Bhakti, devotional service and love of Godhead. Krishna appeared as Sri Krishna Chaitanya with the mood and the complexion of Sri Radha. Thus I have explained the meaning of the fifth verse. So this is very elevated knowledge that we have of the, you might say, the private life of God. Uh, now how are we privileged to have such knowledge? Because of Lord Chaitanya. He has come to reveal it, and not only reveal it, but it spread it to everyone. It said that Lord Chaitanya and his associates gave love of God to everyone and they didn't consider is this person fit or is this person unfit. You had to be fit. I would never know anything about this. You know. I mean, I'm born in America. That's called Antarjan Sanskrit. <laughs> outside of Punyabhumi, outside of the land of piety. But somehow or other, Lord Chaitanya is uh, 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 spreading this uh, uh, so in this way he comes as, as the form of a devotee. It's Krishna who's looking at Radharani and is so enchanted and attracted by her, he's thinking, I'm missing out on something. <laughs> you know? What is it about her uh, like this? Uh, I, can, I, can't, I can't understand her position from my point of view because she loves me so much. So therefore, oh, he's God, you can't say he can't do it. I'm going to take on her feelings and see what it's like. So therefore he becomes a devotee 
with those feelings and with the complexion of Radharani. This is his internal purpose. Externally, he also comes then to spread it, to give it away uh, uh, to, to everyone. Uh, and, uh, and so, uh, uh, well, I'll just read a little bit about that, because, because uh, as I said, if we, we have to have some knowledge of Radharani to understand Lord Chaitanya. Uh, so he says here, the Lord came to propagate Sankirtan. This is an external purpose, if I have, uh, as I have already indicated. There is a principal cause for Lord Krishna's appearance. It grows from his own engagement as the foremost enjoyer of loving exchanges. And so the, t- the anyway goes on to say the heart of Lord Chaitanya is the image of Sri Radhika's emotions. The feelings, thus feelings of pleasure and pain, arise constantly therein. In the final portion of his pastimes, Lord Chaitanya was obsessed with the madness of separation from Krishna. Because the loving Krishna in union is intense. In separation, love is even more intense. And so therefore, uh, there's also strong feelings of separation. And even, we see in the Radha Krishna's pastimes, sometimes they're together and still they feel separation. Uh, there's a, in Vrindavan, there's a little pond called Prema Sarova. And it's described that Radha and Krishna are, 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 are sitting together there uh, at this pond. Uh, and uh, while they're together, uh, uh, a, a bumblebee comes uh, and is kind of buzzing around Radha Radha and Krishna's head. And so one of, one of the Madhamangal, one of the cowherd boy associates of, of Krishna, uh, chases the bee away. Uh, and then he says to Radharani, Madhusudana is gone. Madhusudana is a name for a bee. It means one who tastes honey. But it's also a name for Krishna. And so when, she, when he said Madhusudana is gone, Radharani thought he was saying Krishna is gone. And she begins to think of Krishna's going away. Even though he's right beside her, she begins to think, oh, how horrible beauty goes away. And she starts to feel strong feelings of separation for him, even though he's present beside her, and her tears start to flow uncontrollably, and like a stream they flow down. And then when Krishna sees that Radharani is feeling such strong feelings of separation, he gets caught up in that mood, and he's thinking of being away from Radharani, and he starts crying like that. And therefore, their tears filled up this lake. That's the story. So the even strong feelings of separation can be there even when you're together. So this is this is what Lord Chaitanya uh, 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 experienced. These strong feelings of Radharani. They're so intense that ordinary people would die from from that intensity. Uh, 
But Lord Chaitanya did not. <laughs> he certainly sometimes, uh, uh, by, by, for example, his feelings of ecstasy, sometimes the joints in his body became separated between his spinal vertebrae and the arms and his fingers. He fell in ecstasy in the, in the, uh, in the water, and he was just floating in the water, and uh, a fisherman caught him in the net, but he was like eight, nine feet long, because, because his body was so extended, and, uh, and pulled him uh, in, you know, and thought he caught some kind of sea monster, and then the devotees saw who it was, and they began chanting, and the Lord got up. Another time, they would, when he was feeling strong ecstasy, they would keep him safe, they would lock him up at night, and somehow he managed to get out. At one time, they found him in a cow pen, uh, where the cow sheds are. And because of strong feelings of ecstasy, this time all his limbs had withdrawn inside his body. Uh, this is also in this book, Chaitanya Charitamrita. So that he looked like a large golden pumpkin. <laughs> and the cows were all licking <laughs> <laughs> That's how they found Lord Chaitanya. Those are the extreme forms of uh, ecstatic transformations that he would feel all in the mood of, uh, of Radharani. So it's it, it very interesting that, that we find that, that sometimes people are engaging in spiritual practices and their goal, goal is to become God or to become one with Krishna. But Krishna wants to become his devotee. He thinks it's better to be, to be his devotee. And so he has it always uh, in this way. So this is, this is uh, the, the, the glories of Radharani. Uh, and it, it, it's, it's, it's translated uh, uh, very, very nicely here uh, by, by uh, Srila Prabhupada. She possesses all the attractiveness to attract the all-attractive personality of Godhead. Because the word Krishna, you know, the Sanskrit verbal root, Krish, to pull, or to draw, to attract. So Krishna, one who attracts everyone. So she is the uh, attractor of the all-attractive uh, of Krishna. Uh, so therefore, Paradevata, Sarva Lakshmi Maya, Sarva Kanti, uh, Samohini, and so on, all those episodes. So that's a, that's a, uh, a sample taste of the, of the uh, uh, glories of Srimata Radharani. And uh, especially uh, if you come on her appearance day, she's uh, very merciful. Because of her, she can give us also. Uh, uh, she, she is possible. The, the, the way great devotees develop love for Krishna is Radharani gets them a little piece of her love and they can understand now. Because you really can't appreciate Krishna until you can experience Krishna as Radharani experiences him. Uh, uh, that's the, what Krishna really is. Uh, otherwise, we're, we are veiled by the illusory energy. But she is the uh, spiritual energy that can connect us with Krishna, and by her grace, we can also attain love of Krishna, and by Lord Chaitanya's mercy, also in that form. Of
passing uh, that out. Okay, so that's a little sample of, uh, of this. Uh, as I said, even though it's a big, thick book, <laughs> it's fun to read and always very, very interesting. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, do we have any questions or comments? Yes. I'm sorry? Because it celebrates their love for each other. Because in the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, that Hare uh, is, is Radha. So it, it, it's, it, it's uh, talking about Radha and Krishna. Uh, and even uh, Rama can also be a name of Krishna himself, uh, Ramana. Uh, and so you can, you can chant all, all the uh, all, all the avatars of Krishna, can, all the forms of Krishna can be worshipped with this mantra, but also it can, it can mean uh, it's a way of associating with Radha and Krishna in the form of sound. Uh, and uh, so easy, portable. And since it's not different, Krishna and Krishna's name are, are the same, but that way we associate with Radha and Krishna and we become purified. Yeah? The, the, the male, male and female are here because they're in transcendence. Uh, everything comes from Krishna. So whatever you see here is there. Uh, uh, people like, Prabhupada once said, you see that people like to play on musical instruments. Where does that come from? Well, Krishna plays a flute. The game of baseball uh, seems to have been originated between uh, Dwivda Gorilla and Balaram. Uh, 
you know, they, 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 all these things are there in transcendence, but that's the, that's the pure form. And here you see what Prabhupada's term for is a perverted reflection. It's a perverted reflection. Uh, and in one, in one sense, uh, we are, uh, all of us here, are one of parts of Krishna's energy. Uh, in that sense, Krishna is the only male, and all the jivas are female, in, this, uh, in, in, in that sense. Uh, uh, so, uh, we, we, are, we are constituted that way. But we take on... Uh, you, one should not be attached to any, any bodily form, male or female, because after all, you change. Uh, uh, be careful of true love. Uh, so there's, you know, true love. Uh, the man and the woman, and they're in love with each other. Uh, you know, legendary tra- people attracted like the Duke and the Duchess of Windsor and so on. And, uh, and so... At the time of death, the man is thinking of the woman, and at the time of death, the woman is thinking of the man whom she truly loves. What happens? Next life, the man is in the woman's body, the woman in the man's body. Again, they're attracted, and so birth after birth, they may go on together like this uh, in samsara. <laughs> so that, that attraction is reflected here, but it's a cause of bondage, and not a cause of liberation. Uh, so one should not take uh, ultimately seriously this male and female form. What should be serious is that everyone becomes a devotee of Krishna. That's what's important. Okay. Thank you very much. You are. You are. Okay. Thank you very much. Shri Mati Radharani Ki.